right, Frank, before we get into the business, let's start with you. What's your franchise story? How do you fall into this crazy industry that we both occupy? It's a great industry. Come on. Great industry. It's a great industry. Well, I, I go back quite a, a while in, in franchising. I was in the travel industry for, I would say, the most of my career. And I uh, franchised a company, grew to about 200 units and uh, sold it some, some years back. Um, and then, um, and, and then, uh, after kind of going through a whole lot with my own parents, uh, unfortunately they both passed away seven weeks apart from one another. Um, I, uh, started researching the senior care industry and, uh, a real long story short, uh, started senior care authority in the, um, Bay area and. 2009 and start franchising at uh, uh, late 2014 after I developed the model. Going back to the moment that you're going through with with your parents, and I don't know that enough people talk about an experience like that. Obviously, it's it, you you watch their experience and it helped motivate you to do something different for other people that are going to go through it. Both both as an probably an aging individual and then someone that's taking care of an aging individual. You think back on the, on those moments that you're going through. Does that turn into the intangible in business? The fact that you know what everybody is going to go through. Uh, you've lived a day, a really tough seven weeks in the in the life of others. Well, you still never know what everybody is going through, but you get a better feel for it. And um, uh, I'll, I'll talk about my own experience and answer your question. Uh, well, we do find that many of our franchisees not only do they have a a nice background in sales and marketing and some have had other businesses but the greater percentage of them have gone through something like this with a with an elderly relative usually a parent <clears throat> and they realized how difficult it was and and they said wow you know here's a business i could get into that uh, i can relate to other people help them and you know make a, a decent living at the same time uh, but, you know, it just a light bulb went off uh, with me. I was finishing up uh, my work uh, with a uh, with a company that I, I sold my business to. Uh, and uh, just a light bulb went off. And after I lost both my parents and I said, how are I'm a boomer and uh, proud of it. And and they. Uh, you know, I, I just realized that uh, it, it's tough. You know, I, I went through this, I have, you know, with siblings, uh, we all got along well. Uh, it doesn't always happen that way. Uh, but it was still very, very difficult. Um, and I just uh, said, how are people going to do this? How, how are people my age, you know, going to be doing this with parents and other loved ones and then themselves and and um, I, you know, I, I, it got to a point in my career that I wanted to do something that I could give back, but at the same time, uh, build a nice business and help others do the same uh, around, the, around the country and hopefully even beyond the United States. There's another side to the story, and, and I think a lot about this, especially when it comes to senior care brands. <clears throat> Almost, almost every franchisee, it could be one of your uh, competitors, it could be you, uh, they go through an experience with aging parents that motivates them to get into this business. Yes. 
What I also find interesting is I don't hear a lot of people talk about how you, Frank, get support in that moment or those franchisees, other than you're building this club of individuals that have gone through an experience that led you into, into business. But the reality is you as the child in that scenario have to manage and navigate a lot emotionally too. Now, obviously you found a pathway on the business side to support the aging uh, adult, but the child has gone through such a huge tragedy that also eventually turns into fuel to motivate them to get into business too. But does anybody talk about what it was like for you to go through that? Or is it always focused on how do we make it comfortable for the aging parent that's gone through it? Well, there, there's, you know, two sides. Our emphasis, believe it or not, is with the adult children. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, of course, uh, it's based upon the needs of that older adult. Over 70% of the families that we work with around the country have been diagnosed with some uh, cognitive impairment, such as dementia or uh, various forms of dementia, like Alzheimer's, Lewy body, etc. There's a lot of different forms of dementia. So it's not like we're just finding a place for that uh, that senior to live. All right. So even though they're the client, the, our contacts, if you look at it from a business standpoint, are the adult children. That's who we're working with. Because I have never had uh, a you know a senior ever come up to me, and I don't think our franchisees uh, have as well. Going, you know what I want to do? I want to go into memory care. <laughs> I want to go into assisted living. That's what I want to do. So, so even though we're caring and looking out for the best interests of that senior, our work is done with those adult children or spouse or other relative that is that is caring for that older adult. Um, and, uh, it's, it's not uncommon for that adult child or that spouse to actually progress and, and become more ill than their elderly parent because of the stress. So our, our, our hope and our goal is we can't eliminate the stress that they're going through, but we do a really good job of reducing it. And, and helping them through the process, which is difficult, uh, you know, for them. And, and having many of our franchisees who have gone through it before, and, and, and they're really of kind of an age group uh, that they're, you know, a little more, our franchisees are a little more mature as well. So there's a, they, they can relate to those other uh, adult children. I'm not sure, uh, hopefully that, I don't know if that answered your question or. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, yeah, look, I think if you if you if the if you look at a business and who the customer is, you could even go all the way to the other side of the spectrum, which would be uh, child care. Uh, like ultimately, the, the relationship has to be with the parent, not with the child, which it's always surprised me that most of the marketing and, and look, even the image on the screen, that might not be the the adult who's going to take care of the aging parent. That's the that's the aging parent. And I think about. I mean, I think about, about this a lot, but the the structure and the sensitivity and the emotion of, of death and people getting comfortable talking about it uh, throughout their life so that they, they can at least 
have some sort of sense of normalcy when they're going through something like this. And this is such a big deal for you to go through that with your parents. Yes, you're concerned about their their well-being and that entire process, but you're also weighing all the stress on yourself, which then can in turn create things down the line if you if you can't manage that too. It's such such a complex thing, but it seems like there's very few that are willing to actually talk about it. And if you look at the gathering of your franchisees, all of them have gone through the same situation that that you have and can relate to what did it feel like to uh, in, in, in the world that we live in, not be able to talk to their parents again, because it's, it's final. And that's, that's such a big thing, you know? Yeah. So we're constantly educating families. That's what we do. And we're trying to educate, you know, I've got these Mickey mouse ears too, cause I do a podcast and, uh, to just to help educate people on senior care and the options, Somebody that goes through this may only go through it once in a lifetime, yeah. maybe, maybe twice, hopefully not. <laughs> but, you know, I, I have, uh, when I was doing, working with families day to day, now my concentration is more with our franchise owners. But when I was doing it day to day, I had a client who uh, needed help with her husband who had a, a form of dementia and became combative. Never was combative ever towards her. And she was actually a little scared because he was a big guy, right? And uh, she could not, she didn't know how to deal with it. Uh, I, I stepped in, make a real long story short, we found the right place for him. He lived the rest of his life there, all right? Uh, she uh, was a neurosurgeon. So think about that. She was a neurosurgeon, but didn't know how to deal with what she was going through with her husband. So people that are going through this themselves, it almost doesn't matter what their background is. When you start going through it yourself, that it, it's hard to do alone and that that's really what we advocate. Don't do this alone. It's just too much because we're doing it every single day. Somebody that does it once in a lifetime, there's no way that you could learn at all. There's no way that you could, you know, the the, the right direction, uh, and and that's what causes all that stress. I've always been curious about the end of a day. So you you've created this business, and you're. The, those that you're caregiving for um, are going through the final traumatic event of their lives. How do you leave that at the door when you walk home and go on and continue to live a happy life when you're when when you're in the business of caring for people that are going through such trauma? Oh, it's it's really kind of the opposite. Uh, at the end of the day. Uh, we feel good that we have, even though there were difficult situations, but if we helped, again, going back to what I said before, remove some of that stress. Yeah. And I mean, I still get, uh, you know, emails and our franchisees get them all the time. They, they might uh, find a place for that loved one to live. And then maybe they end up passing three, four years later. All right. And uh, we'll get a, a letter or an email saying, 
listen, I don't know if you remember me, but you helped me with my mom. And um, I just want to let you know she passed, but I just wanted to thank you. All right. I mean, how do you put a, you know, making it more comfortable during that period of time? So to me, that this is just part of life. Okay. Uh, th this is part of life. And, yeah. and uh, if we could make it more comfortable uh, for the family and for the individual that needs the care, we feel good at the end of the day. Uh, I mean, we're not, our business, we're not providing the care. You know, there's a, there are companies in that business, as you know. There's a lot of them, all right? We don't provide the care. So many times they're providing the care and they're uh, providing that, that care all the way up to when the person passes. And it, it's pretty traumatic, all right, for sometimes for a caregiver. Sure. It still could be difficult on our people as well, but we're, we're, we're trying to... Uh, find the best situation for them and their family for the number of years that or months that they have remaining in their life. And, and so we're really not, even though we're in touch with the family, we're not providing that care, which is, is quite difficult. I have a lot of friends in that side of the business and that could be difficult on caregivers. The point of differentiation that you made uh, as a business was that you were going to be the advisory portion of uh, this yes. discussion. Did you know that that would all, I mean, if you look at the entire, the totality of the senior care space, majority of it is built around the caregiver or assisted living. Um, did you know that you had found such a big uh, opportunity of differentiation in a, in a business industry that's very hard to find differentiation? Did you know that at the time and how yeah. much you expect it today? I, I, I did. I did know it at the time. I, um, I, when I first started out, all we did, when I say all, it's a big portion of what we do, is what we call placement. That's finding the right place to live for someone and get proper care. As the business developed, we started uh, developing other services, which I'll call like you said, advisory services, consulting services, because uh, placement is extremely important, but sometimes families aren't quite ready yet to make that move. And that's not anything you try to sell them on. <laughs> when they're ready, they're ready. All right. And they may never be ready, but the family says, hey, we got to move dad. He's not, he's not safe at home anymore. All right. So, uh, we did, you know, we did develop other services, or you know, which I'm happy to talk about if you like. You actually pulled it up here, elder care consulting. So, within elder care consulting, you know, we have our Beyond Driving with Dignity program. We have our uh, our, our Peace of Mind program. These are various programs that the uh, we work with with the families. But going back to your question, it, it was definitely a, a conscious decision. Uh, to uh, get into this niche. I, I don't want to say I was the first. I wasn't, all right? But what I saw is pockets around the country of independent people doing something similar. So I felt there was something there, but we then, you know, expand, expanded upon it. Uh, I have great respect for those in the home care market. And when you hear about a senior care franchise, right away, people think it's a home care company. And I understand that, 
you know, there's a zillion of them, right? Uh, but, um, and as I say, I have great respect for them and what they do. It's not what I wanted to do. Personally, it's not what I wanted to do. Yeah. And that's not what I wanted to build. So it was a conscious effort to kind of get into this niche of more advise, advisement and, and uh, senior living. It, it, that was always the plan. If, if franchisors could put down uh, their competitive viewpoint, in my opinion, your business bolted on to a successful franchisee or vice versa uh, in the senior care space is an interesting fit. Obviously there's non-competes that exist within the franchise agreement, but mm -hmm. because of the, like it feels like the synergy is so strong on both sides. Has it ever been the case, even with an independent, say senior care uh, caregiver business, can they add you as a bolt on to expand their business? Because it, I mean, again, like synergy. Well, we, well, we work very closely with in-home care companies. We refer to them and they refer to us. Yeah. Um, and uh, there are some that are consciously in, in, in the space, uh, even as a home care company and they're doing placement. My experience is, those that are doing that, it's kind of like in-home care is still their primary business. And if they happen to have a, a client that can't be at home anymore, then maybe they'll, they'll place them. But um, our whole emphasis is on this and, and, and providing uh, our other services, you know, to the families. But we don't look at it as competition uh, with the home care companies. We work very, very closely with them. They work very closely with us. We have referrals for them and, and vice versa. Uh, so uh, I, I'm not sure if that exactly was your question, but we, 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 it is very synergistic, but they are two totally different businesses. All right. Um, and I thought about people said, why don't you do home care too, as a franchisor? You know, it's like, it's just two totally different businesses. Uh, it's not, there's, there might be synergies and with the families, uh, but as far as the day-to-day -day work and, and yeah. the operations and all that, they're totally different. I mean, the, the, the point of my question was like, if, if I'm thinking about a franchise owner that, that now steps out and says, okay, here, here's my business portfolio. Uh, what would it look like to have both under, underneath the, uh, underneath the same roof? Um, and where my brain goes to, I, I agree, totally different businesses. The synergy is in the category. It'd be like a restaurant franchise owner owning an ice cream shop and then a pizza shop. Like the delivery okay. of the product is vastly different, but they understand how the back of the house works. Therefore, right. there's some some crossover. And again, like I think you you solve such a big area of it. And unfortunately to the space, I'm not sure enough human beings understand your side of the business, you almost get roped into the senior care category uh, because of who you are as a business. But the reality is you're, you're very much synergetic with, with another one, like a family could and should look at both. Yeah, no, I, uh, I agree with you. I mean, we, as far as uh, prospective franchisees, they hear about home care all the time. And if they are, uh, referred to us, either they find us through some means or they get referred by a broker. They go, wow, I didn't know this type of business existed. And, you know, I mean, as I say, there's, there's great advantages to both, but, uh, 
I think somebody who doesn't mind having a lot of employees and managing a lot of people and caregivers and all that, that's a wonderful business. That's not what I, that's not what I wanted to do. And that's not what our franchisees right. want to do. However, having said that, uh, I would not oppose one of our franchisees to set up a separate home care company. All right. And I've actually approved that uh, with one of them as running uh, as long as they don't run it under our brand. It's a separate brand, separate company. We don't support it. We don't support it from, a, a you know, just, just providing our support. Yeah. We support it as it relates to their success. But I, I don't I, I don't look at that as a conflict of interest uh, at all. But most have their hands full just managing our business <laughs> our type of business yeah and if if i'm if i'm zooming out i think it'll it, it would work much easier in the in the other way you you're already operating a large business with caregivers and you're like yes. okay i could add the consult man to be able to add the consulting level on here is gonna help me grow my business but also grow the support back to my community so i see it very they should be reaching out to you and saying, Frank, how, how do I get a franchise with you and how do I bolt this onto what I've already built, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and we, we've had that. We've had requests from former uh, and actually they acquired franchises from us and they, they owned a home care business. Hmm. And they sold it. And then they end up doing this. All right. Uh, we've had some do that. Um, uh, we've had former executive directors from assisted living communities, yeah. you know, uh, get involved in it. So, you know, there's, there's, it's really those that just want a, a, a low overhead uh, and high margin. It's a low overhead, high margin business. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, so it, it's, it has worked out well and um, we, we continue, we continue to grow, but, Again, going back to your question before, it was it was definitely a conscious decision. Yeah. What's your vision for the brand? Uh, and I don't want to put a time frame on it. I don't want to say in the next year or next. What's your three year plan? What's your vision? Where do you where do you see this? Well, we, well, first of all, we we still have a you know as of this interview today, uh, we're uh, we have a little over ninety units uh, right now. Um, there's a lot more units in the United States, okay? So I still consider us still at our infancy stage, but there are people uh, uh, growing older that need care all around the world. So it is our plan to exp expand uh, internationally uh, through master franchise agreements. We're not looking to go out and set up in the uk ourselves or anything like that so but we wanted to make sure we had a you know uh, a certain share of the uh, of the market here in the us and then expand internationally and that's that that is kind of the uh, that that is the plan over the next few years to do that but we we didn't want to uh, lose our focus by trying to expand internationally and then we lose our focus in the us so we're just trying to the timing is real important. Yeah. 
I mean, from from where I stand, for, first of all, thank you for sharing your story. I, I think you have a, a great story and you can see that there was purpose on day one of getting into this. You were obviously already in the business and franchise space. You you knew that you wanted to do something else. And then life gave you uh, gave you that your next story, which yes. you know, a lot of people are going to go through that. Um, where, where I stand and I always look at uh, uh, positioning on a website and see what is the story you're telling. I think your why you why now is much larger, larger than join an award-winning brand. Uh, I think I could take any senior care business logo and put it on this screen and it fits there. What you just shared with me about your life and your vision is who I'm going to buy from. And so if I, if I bought this, bought your business, I'd blow up this website. I'd put your face up here and say that this was done with purpose and reason. And then you get into like just a pure point of differentiation you've created on the consultancy side that needs to go front and center so that a buyer can very easily see that there's a huge point of differentiation in your brand versus someone else in the category. It doesn't mean they're wrong. The other brands are, are bad. It just means when you're making your decision on what do you value from a work standpoint as it goes into your business, it's a very clear point of differentiation. And I, I don't know that you're taking taking credit for it in the way no, that- No, you might, uh, might be right. But I, I do get very involved, uh, <clears throat> not only with our franchisees, I'm very hands-on, but uh, with, the pro with the prospects. So if we do have somebody saying, I wanna learn more, I do get, I do get involved uh, through, you know, pretty early on in that discovery process where they get to know me and my story and, and what we're trying to accomplish and having conversations like we're having right now. So um, I, I, I want to say I am kind of front and center, maybe not on the web page as you recommend, but, uh, but what, in, in talking to people as they, uh, you know, as they want to learn more. Yeah. I think it's the second I have a conversation with you, I'm instantly hooked. And so how do you hook me? What, what, what area are you in? <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, um, all right, Frank, let's, let's close it with this. Just because I want anybody who's a ghost, they've watched at this point, they haven't filled out this form. What do you want them to know to make them move forward and reach out to you? Well, I, you know, I guess the, the only thing uh, we say is that if, you know, people it has to be twofold. Certainly they want a business that they could uh, grow and make money, of course, but a very close second and might be tied for first is uh, really providing uh, the right advice and, 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 and helping people uh, with the challenge. I did, I do tell, you know, as a franchisor, you know, this, I can't make many promises, but I do make this promise. Uh, they will have adult children crying on their shoulder. All right. And if, if when I say that to them, if that scares them and that bothers them and they don't know if they could handle that emotionally, they shouldn't do this business. But if they can handle that and have a business that they could grow and build equity and help a lot of people, then they should fill out this form and learn more. Love it. Frank, yeah. thank you so much for sharing your story and your brand story. Really appreciate it. For Nick, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for all you're doing as well. Really appreciate it. Frank, for Frank, I'm Nick. This is another episode of Meet the Zora.